Today is the 1st of June 2020. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. It is also, today is the start of meteorological summer in the Northern Hemisphere and winter in the South. And if I'm seeing what, if what I'm seeing on Facebook is quite right, certainly in South Africa, it's going to be a cold winter. My name is Ray. I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. If you are joining us for the very first time, where have you been? Thank you for joining us. And each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's easy to pick up as we go along. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture, music, and some thoughts on on ideas of my own. Before we start, don't forget, if you'd like to download the script, there is a download the script button in the show notes. Click that, you'll get a PDF of today's episode. If you'd like to support Walking the Way, and we do thank those people who have given us money, then there is a link in the show notes. We would also appreciate your prayers as well, please. It's not just all about the money, but any support that you could give us would be absolutely amazing. Thank you. The As I said, the link is in the show notes. We use an organization called Give, Send, Go. And finally, and finally, if you'd like more information about me or the podcast, head to www.rayborrett.co.uk. I have my coffee. I have my candle is lit. Let's start today's leg of walking the way with our opening prayer, shall we? Father, who is there like you? God of mercy and grace, who loves us as you do. Who knows and understands our actions as you do. Who hears the thoughts and words of our heart as you do. Who knows our joys and sorrows and shares them as you do. Who feels the pain we endure and comforts us as you do. Who hears as we confess our sins and forgives as you do. Lord, who takes a broken heart and makes it whole as you do? Who finds a life that's lost and welcomes it home as you do? Father, who is there like you? God of mercy and grace, who loves us as you do? Revelation 21.4 He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Death will be no more. Mourning and crying and pain will be no more, for the first things have passed away. Yesterday, as a church globally, as a church universal, we remembered Pentecost. I believe, and I'm open to correction, but I believe I'm right here, that it's the one Christian festival that we all share at the same time. You know, Pentecost was a time when everything changed. And yet, there was a promise that this time now would be an interim period. The period after Pentecost would be an an interim period. When we look at the way that some of the church lay out their lessons for the year, from the terms of the liturgical calendar point of view, we see that this period after Pentecost is called the ordinary season. And it's there to remind us of the time from when Jesus ascended and when he promised he would come back. But this season, although it has a very bland title, it's either called ordinary or proper, depending on who you talk to, it's meant to be a time which is anything but ordinary. It's meant to be a time when every person on the planet has the opportunity to hear the good news about the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, how Jesus has come to save us. That's what that ordinary period in the liturgical calendar represents. 
this long period of time between Jesus ascending into heaven and Jesus coming back. That's what we're here for. You know, our verse today is a promise that the kingdom of God will be established forever. There will be no more crying. There will be no more tears. There will be no more death, no more illness, no more poverty, no more war. And maybe, if it sounds too good to be true, maybe it's because we've lost sight of God's promises for us. And maybe, just maybe, the question we need to be asking ourselves is, have we so forgotten the spirit and the celebration and the joy and the energy of Easter Sunday and Pentecost that we've just got lost in the ordinary. We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And in today's readings, Paul addresses the elders in Ephesus. Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures this morning, shall we? God of truth, prepare our minds to hear and heed your holy word today. Fill every heart that longs for you with your mysterious presence, Lord. Almighty Father, with your Son and blessed Spirit, hear our prayer. Teach us to love your eternal truths and help us to seek its freedom everywhere. Amen. 
Our Bible readings this week are taken from the New Revised Standard Version, and today we're reading Acts 20. After the uproar had ceased, Paul sent for the disciples, and after encouraging them and saying farewell, he left Macedonia. When he had gone through those regions and had given the believers much encouragement, he came to Greece, where he stayed for three months. He was about to set sail for Syria when a plot was made against him by the Jews, and so he decided to return through Macedonia. He was accompanied by Sopater, son of Pyrrhus from Beroea, by Aristarchus and Secundus from Thessalonica, by Gaius from Derbe, and Timothy as well as Tychicus and Trophimus from Asia. They went ahead and were waiting for us in Troas. But we sailed from Philippi after the days of unleavened bread, and in five days we joined them in Troas, where we stayed for seven days. On the first day of the week, when we'd met to break bread, Paul was holding a discussion with them. Since he intended to leave the next day, he continued speaking until midnight. There were many lamps in the room upstairs where we were meeting. A young man, named Eutychus, who was sitting on the window, began to sink off into a deep sleep while Paul talked still longer. Overcome by sleep, he fell to the ground three floors below and was picked up dead. But Paul went down, and bending over him, took him in his arms and said, Do not be afraid, for his life is in him. Then Paul went upstairs, and after he had broken bread and eating, he continued to converse with them until dawn, then he left. Meanwhile, they had taken the boy away alive, and were not a little comforted. We went ahead to the ship, and set sail for Assos, intending to take Paul on board there, for he had made this arrangement, intending to go by land himself. When he met us in Assos, we took him on board, and went to Mytilene. We sailed from there, and on the following day we arrived opposite Chios. The next day we touched at Samos, and the day after we came to Miletus. For Paul had decided to sail past Ephesus, so that he might not have to spend time in Asia. He was eager to be in Jerusalem, if possible, on the day of Pentecost. From Miletus he sent message to Ephesus, asking the elders of the church to meet him. When they came to him, he said to them, You yourselves know how I lived among you the entire time from the first day when I set foot in Asia, serving the Lord with all humility and with tears, enduring the trials that came to me through the plots of the Jews. I did not shrink from doing anything helpful, proclaiming the message to you and teaching you publicly and from house to house. As I testified to both Jews and Greeks about repentance towards God and faith towards our Lord Jesus, And now, as a captive to the Spirit, I am on my way to Jerusalem, not knowing what will happen to me there, except that the Holy Spirit testifies to me in every city that imprisonment and persecutions are waiting for me. But I do not count my life of any value to myself. If only I may finish my course and the ministry that I received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the good news of God's grace. And now I know that none of you, among whom I have gone about proclaiming the kingdom, will ever see my face again. Therefore I declare to you this day that I am not responsible for the blood of any of you, for I did not shrink from declaring to you the whole purpose of God. Keep watch over yourselves and over all the flock of which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to shepherd the church of God that he obtained with the blood of his own Son. I know that after I have gone, savage wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock. Some, even from your own group, will come distorting the truth in order to entice the disciples to follow them. Therefore, be alert, 
remembering that for three years I did not cease night or day to warn everyone with tears. And now I commend you to God and to the message of His grace, a message that is able to build you up and to give you the inheritance amongst all who are sanctified. I coveted no one's silver or gold or clothing. You know for yourselves that I worked with my own hands to support myself and my companions. In all this, I have given you an example, that by such work we must support the weak, remembering the words of the Lord Jesus, for he himself said, It is more blessed to give than to receive. When he had finished speaking, he knelt down with them all and prayed. There was much weeping among them all. They embraced Paul and kissed him, grieving especially because of what he had said, that they would not see him again. Then they brought him to the ship. We're going to have our second piece of music just to give us some time to think about the bits of scripture that have caught our attention. And then after music, we're going to say our prayers for today. Before we pray, just a reminder that if you would like us to pray for you, then drop us a line through the usual channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email, 
our voicemail service. Check the show notes for all the contact details. There are links there. If you click those, they'll be able to take you to wherever you want to go. We're going to pray for someone called Helen quickly. Helen works for a company that runs care homes, residential care homes. Um, she has medical needs herself. So during this pandemic, she's been self-isolating. But I had a conversation with her yesterday, and I feel we just need to lift her up in prayer because certainly here in the UK, care homes have felt the brunt of the current coronavirus pandemic. And she and her staff are really struggling at the moment. So let's pray for Helen quickly, shall we? Loving God, we're reminded that in all of this, the pandemic, all the disease, all the sickness, all the death, that you are in this, that you are alongside us, that you are carrying us, that you are crying our tears, that you are feeling our pain, that you're struggling to breathe. Lord, we think about those who have responsibility and governance and oversight of residential care homes as they battle with the coronavirus, Lord. We think today particularly of Helen. We ask, Lord, that you would give her peace and comfort and relief, that you would give her wisdom and guidance as she supports those people under her who need her. Father, we think of all those involved in the care, in the care sector. Lord, we know that it's ravaged. This coronavirus has ravaged the care sector. And so we remember all the caregivers. We also remember the recipients of care, Lord, that you would bless them and keep them. We ask, Father, that you would keep them safe from the virus and from everything else, that they may live out their years in dignity and respect and grace. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Our prayer for today is a prayer written by Augustine of Hippo. That's a Pentecost prayer. O Holy Spirit, love of God, pour out your grace and descend plentifully into my heart. Enlighten the dark corners of this neglected dwelling and scatter there your cheerful beams. Dwell in that soul that longs to be your temple. Water that barren soil overrun with weeds and briars and lost for a lack of cultivating, and make it fruitful with your dew from heaven. Come, refreshment of those who languish and faint. Come, star and guide of those who sail in the tempestuous sea of the world. You are the only haven of the tossed and shipwrecked. Come, glory and crown of the living, and only safeguard of the dying. Come, Holy Spirit, in your great mercy and make me fit to receive you. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord.
Oh, and enjoy the summer. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episode can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the press. If you want to partner with Walking the Way, if you'd like to donate towards the project, that would be amazing. We are looking at upgrading all our equipment, so any donations would be fantastic. Please head to www.givesendgo.com forward slash walking the way. And for more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook or Instagram. Don't forget you can also listen to us on TuneIn and YouTube. My name is Ray, and so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue Walking the Way. Thank you.